Welcome to What's My Thesis. I am your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask, what's my thesis? And today, um, you're going to have to grade me per syllable, but <laughs> we're going to go with um, Rukudzo Mutambara. Yes. Yeah, you see it now, though, because I know you're being polite. No, <laughs> no you said it's really correct. <laughs> Seriously, like people have messed it up, not even like pronouncing Rukudzo, just be like Kokwatsa, and I'm like, it's okay, just don't even say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I got to admit, Wait, you I did uh, it perfectly. Sorry? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, I got to admit, though, you caught me, or the timing of this one is like really crazy because I just got hit with uh, my second bout of quarantine, like je ne sais quoi, I'm going to say, instead of like, oh. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm like I, I think that my brain was sort of ramping up to um just like okay things are going back to normal you know mm-hmm. like that's how it seemed to be going for a while I'll probably be, back, be out of furlough for, which will be like at least you know something to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm like, I I was like, fuck, dude, I should talk to a therapist, not Rakudzo. (laughs) It's like, I need someone to talk to. (laughs) What'd you say? It's like, I need someone to talk to during these hard times. (laughs) Yeah. So, so how have you been? I've been pretty okay. I've been sitting at home, trying to put my work together, trying to go into these protests that happens in Riverside. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you going to UC Riverside? No, I actually live in um, Hemet. Oh, okay. All right. So you're you're you are a native to that area, I guess. Yes, but I used to um, like back then. I used to go to RCC. Okay. So like I know like Riverside for like most of my time. So I do like Riverside's like kind of like my second home. Okay. How do you know uh, Christian Kaler? Who hasn't been on the show, so, but I, oh. I, it's somebody that I've seen you take, you, I've invited on the show and we have both fucking flaked due to like oh. legitimate reasons. <laughs> and now okay. like since he flaked once and I flaked once, now we're on a standoff of like, next time we invite, we actually have to do this. So, <laughs> but how do you know him? Oh, I know him through, uh, we used to go to college together at Chafee. Okay. So you went to Lincoln Chafee, but you're young, right? I was looking at your website. You're like in your, your early twenties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you may be the youngest person I've had on this show, which oh, I'm really? very excited. Oh, wow. I'm going to ask you about like pop culture. Uh, oh cause... no, <laughs> <laughs> I may be young, but <laughs> <laughs> but you're also apathetic. <sighs> I'm, I, I I like I laugh because I like I know a lot of stuff about '90s hip hop because that's when I was into it. So I watch Vlad TV and all these like. Um, really old, like people things where they're like covering the history of the Crips and like covering, you know, but then they'll have like young people and I'm like, who the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I'm not, I I, I like pop culture, but I listen to like 80s and like 60s, 70s mostly. So it's like, okay. (laughs) So you're, you're, you might actually, were you born in the new millennium? Yeah. Sorry, I talked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You 100%. 
are the f- youngest person I've had on the show. So I'm very excited to get your perspective because oh. we, well, actually just there, the fact that you're not into pop culture is a pretty good indicator of how different <laughs> kids are now than they used to yeah. be. <laughs> I just can't imagine what it's like to be your age right now. Oh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> so what, like what, uh, you, are you, you're in uh, school right now or? Yes, I'm currently, uh, I attend uh, Mount San Jacinto where I live and okay. all the classes are now online. How's that? So it's, it's been pretty, it's pretty interesting and pretty hard at the same time because I'm more of a visual learner. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, everything's online. I'm like, oh, okay, this is it's going to be new. Yeah. But I just like, I I rem- see- oh, sorry, sorry I, I was just going to say, I just remember how much finagling I used to do to, to like s- exist over actually doing hard work. It must be yeah. hard for people like me. that just like, no, it's just like you submit it and it's graded and there's no like, oh, you know, I brought you some coffee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like online. I feel like online is more, um, I think it's more easier for like students who can't really like transfer and stuff, but also it's more easier to submit stuff. Like you can't really forget what to do because the assignment is online. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's a win on win kind of. Yeah. Well, do, but I mean, you're taking photography, right? Or is that a side hustle? As in photography classes at the moment? Yeah, I, I mean, you're a photographer and you also do illustration, although I, w- I mean, I would say you also just draw. I think yeah, yeah. illustration <laughs> is like, I mean, I'm just basing on how you framed it in your website. But uh, but yeah, I mean, your drawings are also just nice. They're not like necessarily just oh, thank you. illustrative. Like, <laughs> just you know. saying. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, sorry. sorry. What kind of stuff do you do? Uh, I do um, mostly. Well, at the time I used to do illustration. Mm-hmm. So, like, my page has been, like, all illustration. But then once I went to uh, Chafee, I just changed my major to – because I was like, I need to do more stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just do <laughs> illustration. So I was like, I wonder what else I can do. So I signed up for a photography class, which was Alex. He was the teacher. And he made me more into, uh, like, maybe more understanding of how photography is and how it's not just – an image it's more of, of capturing the moment in time and how it's it's a place to take in for history and that made me more into learning more about photography and getting more into it and and so are you you're doing more uh street photography now i guess right yes mm-hmm. how do they teach that now as opposed to like because I, I was, uh, I don't know if you have had a chance to listen to any recent episodes, but I had someone, Michelle Lisa from Miami, who's a photographer, and she was commenting on street photography in that we're used to, or like when I was growing up, there was, people were just like, street photography is a tradition. And there's like, it was like, okay, you don't take pictures of homeless people kind of thing, mm-hmm. but there yes. was never really a discussion of like anything really beyond the that in terms of like the intrusion that a camera has and i was surprised i mean i wasn't surprised it makes sense with the way that um we're evolving politically as a as a culture especially in mm-hmm. the arts but uh, I, I i was interested to hear her talk about that uh consideration which i've noticed that your work is not necessarily so much about um candid images of subject matter but like 
what Michelle was saying is relevant to even people like Robert Frank, whose work is yes. beautiful and very important in documenting American uh, history. But at the same time, it's like how, um, you know, how, how, how participatory was the subject, uh, the relationship between the subject and the, um, the camera and the camera. Yeah. And we're in the mm-hmm. photographer specifically, actually the, the camera is less important than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in that distinction. Do you, what, what are, what are your considerations in terms of that? Cause I used to just like, when I did street photography, it was more like, uh, architectural stuff. I was very much more into landscape, uh, of the, into like street photography, landscape photography, less interested yeah. in subject in having people be the subject matter. But what, what is the discourse around that now in school? In school, well, the classes that I've been taking, I don't think street photography is mostly known, like it's as if it's like a practice in it, because I guess it's not really as popular as it was beforehand. It's the classes I've been in has been mostly focused on commercial work or or like portrait. I don't think the teachers I've taught has never like really explained more into getting into street photography, which I thought that was pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, that is an interesting thing. I wonder I wonder why that is. I don't want to attribute any like reasoning. I mean maybe the guy just likes or the girl or <laughs> they uh just yeah. like um what's it called? They, they, it, it might just be their preference, which sometimes yeah. happens in schools. Uh, and programs are more known for more of that. But I know, you know, actually, I, uh, uh, Rakeem Cunningham and um, Andre Terrell Jackson, who's, I guess, by the time this episode comes out, will have already aired. They're also doing some really interesting stuff in in that realm. I think that when I was younger, there was maybe more of a separation between that. But now mm-hmm. there's a lot more creative expression, I think, because there's a lot of people coming out of programs that are more fashion photography oriented yes. that realize uh-huh. that they that like oh shit I don't want to be a part of this system which I've heard Rakeem spe- say specifically you know I mm-hmm. don't want to perpetuate this but now I have all these skills but I've yeah. never known I've never I, I, I I've never known I mean you take good portraits but I've never thought of it in terms <laughs> of like studio portraiture um is that is how do you identify in that just to finish up this and then maybe I'll ask you about your topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go along with it. <laughs> Put it together. <laughs> uh, within, well, I feel studio portrait or portraiture, I do. I I think it does cause a cause because it, it connects with you and the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure that they're comfortable because it's just, you know, you're taking a picture. Yeah. So I feel like you're trying to Within uh, portraiture, you're trying to make them be who they are and see how you see with what they see within you. So that's what I do love within taking portraits as well. Mm-hmm. So that's it's like... Tr- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> no, I just keep cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rude motherfucker. <laughs> but go ahead. It's okay. Go ahead. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I was, no, it, it, I mean it's just interesting. I think that like when I was when I was younger, it was just a much more fashionable thing. The idea of I think the or the the thing I was gonna say that I just remembered is that it seems like 
street photography in terms of like the way that I was sort of brought up on with the Lee Friedlanders and all a bunch of white guys. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> right. And a white woman, oh, yeah. which is what's her face. I forget her name. Helen Levitt. Uh, um, oh yeah. Know. Levitt. I think I'm not messing it up. I don't want to get, <laughs> no, I get blamed by my teachers. <laughs> oh really? It's Levitt. It's not Levitt. I think I'm going to fucking cute. read my teachers. <laughs> I'm going to rip into all my teachers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, and obviously there's like trends in that, but it, it, uh, to that, to me, that seems like a very, uh, romanticized version of like, oh, the man with the camera, which is what I was so infatuated or like, I mean, I guess because I'm a man, I say man with a camera, but that was kind of the narrative when I was learning it in like two thousand early two thousands. <laughs> have a topic today yes i do okay i'm very excited sorry (laughs) you know this is skype and like i can tell that you're a very polite person i have people on the show that will just talk right over me (laughs) and so what i no no i want to encourage you to do that more because I literally have nothing to say most of the time. Like this is to showcase you. So if uh, if I step on something that you say from now on, just fucking plow through. I'll shut the fuck up. Okay. okay? <laughs> this is All like right. it, it, it. It took <laughs> no. It really took me a while to like get comfortable skyping because it's so. Di- I usually oh, have people here with their visual cues mm-hmm. when someone's like about to speak and stuff. So anyway, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about on. Um, on trusting your work more. Okay. And valuing what uh, you do. Because I feel like, well, for myself as an artist, I think it was really hard for me to trust my work more. Mm. You know? I can relate like, to that. Mm-hmm. It was more of like, okay, like, what can I do with this? Or like, I don't really think I can do this. So it took me a long time to like, accept your work and trust it more. And believing in your work. Uh-huh. And how how has this process gone for you? Because I remember being in my early 20s and, and going through this a lot. So mm-hmm. I can totally relate to that. I, I mean, I'm still kind of going through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you, what do you, what are the insecurities that pop up? Just, I mean, or, or do you have, or do you have somewhere you want to start? Sorry. I know you, <laughs> I think the insecurities is, on how others see your work I think mm. I have a hard time of I think like okay like what are my audience gonna look like or are they gonna accept this work and then that gets into my mind which makes me like not want to post some of my work mm. or not wanting to like show certain pictures or something because like you don't want like I don't want people to be like oh no this work is too much too bad yeah. So I think that's what I have problems with, which I'm trying to face and be like, no, you shouldn't like care about what other people see because this is your work and you should value what you do and just post. So what, what others see your work. 
So what, or, well, first of all, that's a new, that's actually right there is a generational thing, right? Because when I did shit mm-hmm. that I made, I never had to post it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anything, I just annoyed the shit out of my friends. And I was like, look at this. And they're like, all right, dude. <laughs> you showed me seven drafts of this already. Um, yeah. But that's interesting. Uh, I I can definitely relate to that. I can, what, um, are you you're are you still doing critiques though? Critiques as in like art crits and stuff. As in, um, like you show your work to classmates and they they rip it apart, and then oh they, yes, <laughs> and then they maybe maybe they're not being fair or maybe they're telling you how they would make the to piece work. for themselves yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That I, I would say that is a very difficult thing to cope with. I've had very, very, very hard times with that. So I can totally understand that. I, I don't want to play like the age card and be like, it gets better. But like <laughs> literally no one critiques you when you're, when you're an adult. Like, yes. <laughs> like all those fucking teachers that uh, are ripping you to shreds, they show stuff and they're not even getting half the criticism that that you're that that they're giving to you and it's i mean it's part of training i'm not shitting on the process yeah. but mm-hmm. but i i would say that like yeah that's about right <laughs> <laughs> so like what yeah. do you how, how are you how are you confronting it like how does it um how does it present itself like does it limit you when you're when you're actually making stuff yeah cuz it's well it's as if um i have to, like keep telling myself like this is your work. If you feel like this is what you want to do, do it, post it. Don't care what anyone else says. So it's really like me talking to myself, just like, just do it. Like, just like keep doing what you're doing and like, don't let like the negativity of mind tell you not to do it. So you have like a, have you, have you ever read the artist's way? No, I have not. Oh man. Yeah, that rehabilitated me. So after I was in um, in school, uh, I had a thing that a lot of people have talked about on the show is that like you learn all this critical fucking theory and it just paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's very difficult to sort of make art when every single decision that you're making is being evaluated. And sometimes you just have to fucking make shit somewhat intuitively. And and once you've been trained, I think that a lot of artists have that difficulty. It sounds like you're going through that right now, which I, I can totally relate to 100%. So, like, what, uh, put us in that moment. I mean, I, everybody listening right now that is an artist uh, kind of knows what you're going through. Can you mm-hmm. help us h- help us remember? And I think that, like, I think that over the years, like, you it resurges, right? Like, I'm kind of going through. I spent yesterday making Legos. <laughs> just because in in combination with my isolation i was like i need to do some creative process that doesn't have any stakes in it right yeah <laughs> so i don't know what what how, how you're in the moment and you're you're freshly learning something that is like part of the creative like i mean how comfortable are you calling yourself an artist wow <laughs> i am I'm semi-comfortable calling myself. It's not, like, fully... I don't fully, like... I'm an artist, like, up front. It's mm-hmm. more of, like, I'm seemingly kind of getting... 
to the point of saying I am an artist. Okay, you are an artist, but I I, I, I didn't phrase that quest. I wanted to talk about how you felt about your, your being an artist because I invited you on the show as an artist. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I'm really interested in this conversation, so go ahead. Uh, tell me more about that. Like, how, what is that struggle like? I and, and that is something that, like, I'm still kind of going through. Um, it's not like a thing where you're just like, I'm an artist, and it stays easy to, to just stay in that determination (laughs) you know (laughs) like even now i have to tell myself that this is a form of art practice this show yeah um and it's like in a medium of conversation and all of that but i'm (laughs) (laughs) so oh sorry no (laughs) um i i feel like for me i think i have to i dig in deeper on the word artist, because for me, artist is one that creates just not like specifically, but just, just creates anything, just whatever. So I want to be an artist. So I feel like I try to just create and allow myself to um, depend more and rely more on that word artist rather than just having it be just uh, a random word that people say. Like, I'm an artist, but they don't really do much about it or say, like, consume for it. Mm. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people that call themselves artists that you're just like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, because I've met some. It's like, <laughs> like <laughs> There's some that make a lot of money. So, like, I would say that artist is definitely a fraught thing. You know, because, like, it's also such a catch-all. Everybody is, like, an artist, right? Like, um, I mean, and then you have people, especially like... Especially in the... I feel like especially in the media now. Yes, absolutely. Like, that pop culture that we don't like. Yes. It's like, I'm an yeah, artist. that's that's... Yeah. <laughs> like, Takeshi. It just annoys me so much. Because it's, like, like, people that I see or just looking at on Instagram, not really uh-huh. <laughs> following anything. Like, they... Like they post stuff, but it's like not really like a art thing. I think it's just like a media popularization kind of thing. Like who gets the most likes and like who gets the most followers. And it's just like. Well, no, there's definitely. And as an art student, it's pretty intense to like hear this. But there's definitely a lot of people that are like, it's not a fucking meritocracy. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. I mean, I've had people. It, and a lot of it is um, sort of posturing and networking, and then you start looking at, like, what the person's network is, and it's like, hmm, it doesn't really reflect the values of your art. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so it's interesting. What what do you... Do you struggle with that, like, the integrity side of it? Yes, I do. Because for me, as a 20-something... <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's hard within me being myself an artist, but also with me dealing with media as well. So what do you like, mean by media specifically? Because like, media... ins- like Instagram, just Instagram. Okay, social media specifically. <laughs> yeah, social media within Instagram field. Because I feel like there's like certain areas within the media that makes some artist works not really valued or appreciative in a way. What do you mean by that? As in there's like some artists that I know that really do 
like really do the work. And then there's some artists that I see that really don't necessarily like do the work, but they're still known more because based on their um, like their their um, followers or like their known yes. clout area, and it's just like. Well, you, uh, li- uh, as someone who tries to stay afloat in this industry of people that are trying to stay relevant, mm-hmm. I can tell you that doesn't change. The thing that does change is that you can get away from them. You're not in a fucking classroom with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, you know, um, look. There's a lot of fucking things that I have myself just been kind of coping with in terms mm-hmm. of what is going on in this art scene. And there's a lot of people that gravitate towards each other. Okay, so like um, with all the stuff that's going on right now, I've seen a lot of people that are pursuing opportunities with like um, there's a there's a residency here in Los Angeles that brings mm-hmm. people from. Austria and sometimes there are people that are from Germany and they don't necessarily have like the values that I have. And I knew some dudes that were just like, yo, this is where my opportunities are. And I was like, oh, I can't, (laughs) I can't partake. (laughs) Those opportunities aren't open to me, you know? So that shit happens. Like, Yeah. yeah. Like, but you're an artist and your job is to make art. So you're, you're, Mm. you're doing good. I do like your stuff. I I think that, and actually understanding the, um, the, the transition, because even your illustration work was somewhat portraiture based. Yes. I look back on my work. (laughs) Before the, before today. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look back at my work to see what I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it, it first of all, for someone your age, your website looks better than mine. Like a hundred percent. You should no, you should go check out my website. Because I'm literally like that's one of the things that I'm like trying to motivate myself to update. But um I would say that you and I are peers. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Have you had any chance to show yet or are you still just um cracking the surface of like the experience of learning the insides and the outsides. Yeah. I think I'm still cracking in the experiences because I, um, I think within my work, when I look back on it, I saw like I had progressed like a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Within my work. I think the most recent ones that I'm doing is really, um, allowing me to be my, more of my, bring out more of myself more mm-hmm. in my work. So it's like, a, it's a, it's a weird thing to do to see like my work and how progressive it has become. Do you, um, do you ever feel like it's not progressing fast enough? Does that frustrate you and stuff? Yes. <laughs> okay. I can definitely I'm, relate to that. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I need to, like, do more work. And, but then I try to tell myself it takes time, you know, like, you need to, like, not do it fast or else you're not going to really learn anything from it. So I try to to take my time within my work. Well, again, I'm playing the age card. 
(laughs) 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 But dude, I, I still revisit things from when I was 20 that I didn't really have a a clear, okay. I'll I'll give you the, the, I'll give you the example that is the pinnacle of my success, which happened in 2012. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, that's the last time that I showed something that I got into a catalog anything like that. I've just been like trying to stay afloat. I mean, those are the realities of things. And I want to introduce you to Made in LA because I think that there's some fun things that can happen. Made in LA is not, I always say Made in LA forgetting that there's a Hauser and Worth show called Made in LA. And I'm not telling you to apply to Hauser and Worth. (laughs) I'm telling, or sorry, it's not Hauser and Worth, it's the hammer. But um, (laughs) it's not even a gallery, it's a museum. (laughs) But um, so Made in LA is is an organization that's like Iron Maiden or uh, Handmaiden's Tales. That's the spelling of Maiden. And then Mm -hmm. LA. And so they are a, um, what do you call it? A survey of art happenings in Los Angeles. I don't know if they've updated the copy since, like, a, uh, they, they, it's biannual. It goes. It corresponds okay. with the the actual uh, Hammer Show. Um, and so, basically, what they do is they just give people access to their own community by and and also other people in the arts community that. Um, kind of want to find themselves, but like, especially LA because of traffic and uh, because of the way the city is laid out, it becomes very insular and very clicky, but not because people in Los Angeles are clicky and insular, but all just geographically. And so what they do is they try to give people opportunities to show with their own, like based on their own uh, agency, right? If you can get a space, Mm -hmm. We'll post it, or I mean, we. I don't work for them anymore. <laughs> I just, I'm just a like, huge, okay. I'm just a huge supporter. But what they, what they'll do is, is like, uh, you set up the venue, you set up all this stuff, and we'll promote it for you as a part of. It used to be in August this year because of COVID. It's going to be in September. The deadline is July fifteenth. But oh. um, yeah, if you guys can, like, people do things at their house. People do things at parks. People have done things under an I-95 bridge that was just like a installation. So there's really interesting opportunities. And what I really appreciate about that is that a lot of times, especially when I was in school, there was this idea of what the art world works like and who the art world serves, right? Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't serve... Um, it's... It, uh, in terms of serve, I mean, in terms of like who are you providing a service to, who are you making your work for? For the most part, it's for like a very wealthy people. Like that's the ideal, right? Yeah. Like that's what we're sort of taught is like, you know, you get into what's it called the um, the the biennale at, at biennale at the what's it called the Whitney. And, yeah. And all of those things, those are like the peak. You know, that's like fucking playing for the majors. Yeah. <laughs> But there's still a lot of artists that don't live that life, right? Like, I don't yeah, exactly. live that life, but we still make art. Mm-hmm. And why do you make art? Is it because of the money? No, right? No. So um, it's because of that dialogue. So I would uh, encourage you to keep an eye out on them. 
because there's a lot of movements that are for people like us. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I think it's really empowering because yeah, especially when you're in school and then all of your professors are like linked up into the fucking system. Mhm. And they have their ideas of how things work. How many how many um how many teachers of color do you have? Not none. <laughs> none, right? I only had like hold on. One. <laughs> and that's of color. Yeah. What color? <laughs> <laughs> what color? No, what, like where are they from? Oh, where they, like what school? Mm-mm. What ethnicity? I'm just trying to figure out like if they if you could relate to them as anything other than a person of color. I mean, we can relate to some degree, but there are experiences that you have that I don't understand, right? And mm-hmm. so, to like, I remember I was in Miami, and most of my teachers were white guys or white women, right? Mm-hmm. And that's Miami. That's like a Cuban, Jewish, and Haitian population at the time that I was there, oh. right? <laughs> So, so I don't know. Uh, have you had somebody that you really relate to? I was lucky enough that there were Cuban teachers that knew my mom from when we were, because Cuba's small. (laughs) (laughs) I had, um, my teacher professor, um, Alex, actually, he was, I don't know what this is. I'm going to say Hispanic because then I don't know if he's not, (laughs) because He got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could be a POC that doesn't speak English or Spanish also, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, my point is to like, in terms of your topic and defining yourself as an artist and you're going into this program for mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily understand your experience, but they sort of maybe exoticize it maybe resent it, right? Like for me, being a Cuban person in Miami with a lot of white teachers, they didn't like Cubans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> Wait, you don't like Cubans? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being that light. <laughs> no, I know what you meant. Um, but so that's, that's kind of what I'm asking about. And, and, oh. and, I, and, I would, and I ask it in terms of like maybe consider that um, as like part of the, so like you're learning to be an artist right now, but this is part of your experience, right? And part of your mm-hmm. experience is steeped in this thing that makes you almost resent the art <laughs> that you're trying to like build up to. Does that make any sense or am I just talking shit? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you don't talk, I will fucking ramble. <laughs> Because, like, I love, because I love, like, I'm a person that loves to hear other people's, like, steal stories. So I'm, like, all interested. And I forget that I'm the one that's on you. Yeah, you're my guest. I'm just trying yeah. to. So I'm, like, oh, I forgot. Like, <laughs> I guess I have interesting things to say. Like, no, you have plenty of interesting to say. I just think that um, maybe uh, it's hard to talk about your professors. You know, yes. and it's talk. It's hard to talk. So I'm just trying to encourage that. I'm not. I, I don't. You don't have to call out people by name, but I know what it's like to go to fucking school. Yeah, because like um, during the time when I was, uh, this is before photography. When I was at Illustrator, it was really hard for me to 
you know, get into my artwork because there'll be like professors who are not really appreciate my work because it's different or out of the norm. So it's, it was like really hard for me at the time to be accepted into the art field as well. Yeah. As a student. So it was, it was like really not a good time until I think, well, like when I really accepted like, Oh, someone else is not white. <laughs> was like um, <laughs> When I attended my first, like my first photography class I attended. And then um, the teacher that I was, that was teaching the class, he was Hispanic, and, like, he's like, I don't want you to call me teacher, just call me Alex. And at the time, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> like you, can, you can do that? I was like, I'm going to like this teacher. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because like, you're coming like, out of high school when that happens. And, like, yeah. oh, dude, I'm 40, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I it, Everything you say, I'm just going to make it old man stuff. But, yeah, like, when you're fucking first coming out of high school, bro, no one listens to you. You can't even go to the bathroom without asking for permission when you're in high school. Yeah. So all of a sudden you can call teacher Alex? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you can do that? <laughs> well, I can tell you this right now. You're taking me back hard to like that ex- that process and that experience and uh and I'm uh, you know I try to cultivate an audience of artists and um it's hard to talk about this uh vulnerability and I appreciate you opening up about it because it's it is fucking hard to sort of like trust mm-hmm. your own work what yeah. are you learning to trust uh about yourself like what it, it may be like can we do can we t- uh this is my metaphor, but can we say like pillars that you think are um, things that you're interested, that you, you, you maybe that your critical thinking is moving in that direction? As in, sorry. <laughs> no, no, as in, as in like, these are the ideas that matter to me. Oh, okay. In, in my work? Yeah. Or, or maybe they're not showing up in your work, but these are the ideas that, cause like, Art is to some degree like maybe we're not achieving what we want to talk about right now, but we're we mm-hmm. can we, we can um, we can revisit things like I've had oh I forgot to tell you the story and this is now my episode I'm sorry <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <Not true. laughs> the the um, the the so like I had a piece. That I, I I read William Gibson. I got reamed for posting that I read a William Gibson book because he's apparently a sexist. But um, he had a book where he talked about data trees, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, this was way back before any of social media started. This was before people had an understanding that data would be a valuable commodity that describes you as a human being, right? Mm-hmm. And And that people will sell. That like billions of dollars will be exchanged over that. And so I was interested in that. And it was like the way that he visualized it was data trees. And I never really quite figured out how to sort of um, verbalize that. But that was always an interest of mine. And then I came up with a project where I just became interested in the idea of running the same piece of paper. And this was when I was in school. I, at uh, around, I mean, I wasn't your age. I was actually a lot older when, when I went to my BFA. <laughs> <No matter. laughs> I was twenty-seven <laughs> when I graduated. But excuse me. But um, so uh, I started to just like fuck with the idea of putting a piece of paper through a printer and printing 
different images on top of each other on the same piece of paper. And that got me thinking. And then I was like, sort of like the critical thinking skills started to sink in, right? A lot of the the photography started to sink in where I was thinking in terms of, um, you know, I know what a camera's voice is and I know why photography, and I I, I use this as an example because I know you can relate, like photography is limited, right? In what Mm -hmm. it can and cannot communicate. Uh, it's not like drawing, there's no fantasy, although you can play with fantasy. Like if you're just doing straight photography, that's it. So I started to look like, okay, what is an, what is a mechanism that I could, um, reasonably do this passing the same piece of paper through the same machine. And then I was like, Hmm, a receipt printer. So I started feeling this, feeding the same loop of paper. Uh, it was like a Mobius strip, or actually it wasn't a Mobius strip because Mobius strip has a twist in it. It was just like a loop of paper that went through the machine and mm-hmm. uh, it was held up. like It looked like a conveyor belt at a grocery store. And so it printed on the same piece of paper and kept feeding, feeding it through. And eventually all of my receipts started to pile up on top of each other and make this drawing of uh-huh. of all this information. And then I realized, like, oh, I was making the data tree that what's-his-name was talking about, right? So, like, when you're, it's, it, when you're at the stage that you're at, it's very difficult to yeah. be confident in your ideas when you're just starting to work on having them, right? And, mm-hmm. like, and, and, and so a lot of the shit that you're working on right now is going to blow your mind away. when you when it finally clicks but it's not going to click within a fucking semester or even within your bfa right yes so (laughs) what's that i said it might take a long time (laughs) no it does dude i'm 40 (laughs) (laughs) but 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 you get what i'm saying like i totally understand the process and um yeah, like what 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 are the so that's what I'm saying like what are the ideas that you're interested in right now that maybe you don't necessarily have figured out but like what 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 makes you as an artist feel like I need to talk about this. Okay. Um I feel like for me it's more of hmm, how can I put this? I think it's me more of I'm going to say this again, but more like trust mm. in, in how you portray your work. And I feel like it's more of just knowing that this is your work. Like this is your artwork, not anybody else's artwork or just whoever you're showing's artwork. It's yours. Why is that important? Because you made it. <laughs> but why is that important? I think it's more important because it's um, it just allows you to see that you can be an artist. No, 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 no. You're not listening. You're not understanding the way the the question I'm asking is. Oh, sorry. Why is it important? Not externally, but internally. And I would say that it's because you're the only one that can say this shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for you to Sorry. say more. 
Um, <laughs> I, I was like, like, I was like, you could help me out. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm gonna make you talk on this episode. <laughs> I'm like your crit teacher. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's it's point because I feel like it allows you or allows me to, um, I guess, see more of how progressive my work can be or to reach a state where you can extend your work more than what you know mm-hmm. is how I'm trying to see what I do. What about if you, uh, can I, uh, um, so like, what if you also like part of your artistry is your mm-hmm. experience. And I think that a lot of people, I think that took me a long time to realize your, your experience is incredibly unique. And one of the things that, uh, I learned is that like, bro, like what, what can I talk about now that I have this show? What can I talk about? I can talk about things that matter to me. I can talk about things that I don't want to talk to people on a daily basis. Right. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to have a conversation with all my white friends about race. So I do a podcast so that if they ever have any fucking questions, they can just listen to it and I don't have to have individual conversations about it. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, what are those things that matter to you rather than talking about like specifically like, cause like we're getting a sense of like you as a artist struggling with becoming an artist, which is like something that's incredibly relatable. But what I want to know about you is why are you an artist and not in terms of like how you feel about people perceive you working like your work and all of that, which I know, uh, is very intense. I still suffer that. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, like, why do you make work? Oh, someone's I gonna, believe. Someone's sorry, like, I don't know if you hear noises in the background. It's my family, so I'm just like, shh. <laughs> um, why do I make? I feel I make work because I believe I have a voice than what I don't believe I have. Uh-huh. As in, I feel like I am allowed to show myself and be vulnerable to myself by allowing my work to be seen rather than just holding it and not really letting others see what I see through what I like through my images. I want Uh people to see my work as in, um, as a way of how they, or how I see what, uh, experience I've been through. And I want them to see how, um, my work can change a perspective of what they 100%. See? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I want two people to see within my images that I make, especially the ones I have now. Well, your work is strong. I'm not, I, you know, that like, I'm not going to front. I invited you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised when you were 20. Uh, and I'm very excited <laughs> that you picked this topic because this is like, uh, you know, I've assigned myself your mentor like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I will guide you. <laughs> no, I won't guide you. I would validate you is, is more the yeah. thing that I would say, you know, and then also be like, yeah, that, that is, you're just going to learn to cope with that. <laughs> no, it's yeah, a, oh, so, sorry. no, you, 
Okay. Yeah, because uh, the work I'm doing now, which is the um, protesting and uh, the ones in Pennsylvania and Vivicide, I feel like I want people to see what is happening uh-huh. and seeing how how people are in the photos are, are um, expressing themselves. And I want others to see, hey, this is happening. It's serious. It's not what the media is showing as if like it's a, a bad thing. No, this is actually peaceful. And there are people who really want change and want justice and what's going on. And I want it to see through my, um, see through the work, what's going happening. Yeah. And it's, it, and, and what I think is exciting about what you're doing, especially knowing that how young you are, is that you're taking a tradition that is mostly, especially when you're doing the street photography stuff, Mm-hmm. which is mostly uh you know the virtue of white men right like it's the it's it's where it's like during i mean like robert frank is important to me i'm not shitting on him right but mm-hmm. he was definitely coming he was coming as a fucking exiled person who moved to the U.S. He wasn't even American. He was he was a European, was, right? He's yeah. like <laughs> Trevor Noah or fucking John, uh, what's his name? However, he wasn't, I don't, was he, was a, far, he, I don't think he was a farm and securities exchange guy. There was that, mom, there was that movement. So there was like a movement during the Great Depression about documenting uh, like Dorothea Lang and a bunch of people just documenting the amount of fucking poverty in the country. And I think Robert Frank wasn't part of that, but he was, or maybe he was, I think Lee Freeland. I just, it's been so long, but so. yeah, so you, you, okay. So you know, these guys, uh-huh. they're still teaching them, but what <laughs> no, I read them, <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're, they're, um, they're documenting, like specifically with Robert Frank, he's documenting marginalization and all of these things, but he's also doing it as a guest that's coming into this country. Mm-hmm. You are a 20-year-old woman who is living through this fucking experience. You're 20, right? 24. 20, oh, 24. Okay. Your website is <laughs> needs updating. So <laughs> you may actually... I, I don't think I put my age on my website. <laughs> you're, uh, you're... Oh, you're, yeah. oh yeah. Never mind. I did. Never you're, mind. Not, I you're not the youngest person I've had on the show now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been overly condescending. <laughs> um, no, but like, seriously, I think that... With time, I think that you, the I didn't expect someone who took your pictures to share um, this perspective because the idea of you being insecure about what you're doing, like it, it fits within a tradition, but it's also elevating that tradition into um into a place where it's like I mean, um. Where, like, maybe the work isn't where you want it to be right now, but in terms of evolution, I'm excited to see where you're going. I think, yeah. <laughs> Especially now that I know you're, you're 24. You're, like, an old lady. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hide the floor. I was like, that was <laughs> 27 sounds nice. <laughs> but, so, so, yeah, I, uh, what, 
how do you feel about like everything that's going on right now? I guess because it seems like um, that is something that you can give me insight into because the world was not this fucked when I was twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's just been it's just a a lot, just a lot of news and media and the pandemic happening. It's just been like a lot to take in. And it's like, okay, well, now what do I do? You know, like, do I just do I just sit here or do I go out there and do something? Is what I had the first, before um, going out there and doing protesting pictures was, left, was on my mind. Like, okay, what do I do now? And so I was like, okay, well, now I got to, and so I found out about um, one's happening, protests happening in Riverside. And I was like, I can either go there or... I stay inside. Yeah. And it was like, I like guess, issue, like, do I go? Do I not? And so I was like, I'm, and you live I'm just going to go. with elderly people, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm just going to go out there. And I didn't plan to take photos when the um, protests happened. I was just like, I'm just going to, you know, go out there and support. But then something told me, like, no, you should go out there and take photos and let people know what's actually happening so that's what I've been um, doing for the past few weeks. Mm. But I try to do it when it's only in, only in, in the Empire because I just I know much about in the Empire than I appreciate the Inner Empire that I don't think it's much justice or like must are known within the community that it does in the in the Empire, such so like Riverside, Pomona, you know, have you I, I I would love to go to a protest with you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just so you can school me on all that shit. Yeah, because in an empire, I feel like it's not much. I think it, it gets a negative remark when in to in an empire, and I feel like it it should get a positive way because I feel like it has so much small communities and like events happening that it really helps out within, especially in the art field or mm. artists. It really allows artists to do their work in in an empire. So you have showing opportunities like, and stuff? Mm-hmm. As oh, an okay. opportunity and stuff for the Empire. And I feel like it doesn't really get much known because it's a small kind of town. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I mean, anytime you're near something like uh, L.A., you're going to be fucking <laughs> 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 overshadowed. I mean, Long Beach doesn't get its due either, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, uh, it's interesting. The other thing that's interesting... And maybe some people listening are going to be like, oh, she's taking pictures of protests because there's a lot of fucking mouth breathers that are that are on Instagram saying like, oh, blur all the faces and all that shit. First of all, you're taking film pictures, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Film, film and and some digital, but 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 most make sure. Sorry. Sorry. No, because I make sure like to um, I think you have to like recopy it and like make and then like edit it again just so like they don't do the data and all that. Yeah stuff happening but i but also like there's i think it's one thing to tell like professional class white fucking photographers that have clout and work for Mm -hmm. npr or whatever yeah don't go fucking make this your portfolio whereas like you are experiencing this you are part of the movement more so than i am because i've been to one protest right (laughs) 
And and I was like, <laughs> uh, I am an old man. Gabby, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> No, I, I mean, I think that there are ways that I can do things that... And I'm also pacing myself because... <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers are about to get evicted. Protesting is not going anywhere. Uh, uh. Yeah, it's going to get... Real, real fucking crazy, but oh, no. <laughs> um, but I I definitely think that as a person, first of all, just as a person of color, but also as a black woman, like mm-hmm. all those posts don't apply to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's just like it's that I do believe in like the white cloud because it's because when I go to protests, it's it's not really intimidating, but sometimes it is. It's like you see. Other, I see other, you know, mostly white men, like have like those big ass cameras. Sorry, yeah. I'm not allowed to curse on here. <laughs> no, dude, I fucking curse all the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you um, didn't I, catch like, all of the curses? I'm sure I did. Well, like I did, but I was like, maybe he can do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it's that kind of space. No one else can curse but King Javier. <laughs> all right, <laughs> and like, um. They have these big ass cameras and like they have like all the freaking like new technology, digital cameras and stuff. And it's just it's for me, it's just sad because like, are you really are you here for the cause or are you just here for the media? Like just for what you want to get. You know, what I mean, yeah. and it's just well, in that re- sense, the one protest that I went to, I didn't take any pictures because mm-hmm. that's not my fucking role there. I'm just a body there. Mm hmm. And that's, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm just a body there that tries not to br- bust out into fucking tears when people say, say their name. <laughs> when, they go, they, when they go George Floyd and they go, say his name. And I'm like, if I do, I'm going to fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't hear it. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, I, like for me, I make sure I'm there for the cause. You know, yeah. I'm not here like, oh, I got to take only pictures. You know, I'm like, only here to take pictures. No, I'm here for the cause. I'm here to support. I'm here to to fight, to fight for justice. But at the same time, I'm also here to capture his, history as well. Yeah. And it's, so, it's pics or it didn't happen is the most fucking... <laughs> it, it's <laughs> never been more true. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like, oh, and some of these protests are like, like some of them are big, some of them are small. The one I went to recently um, was in Riverside. It was for the um, Abolish Ice protest, and that one was really big. When was and this? It was last week. Okay, on- so just just a thought for everybody out there. This is during the BLM protests. You're talking about a what? What was the protest for? Ice uh, abolition. Well, yeah. mm. Okay, Ice. and I want to say this: that if there's been any community, I know that there's a lot of white people like flexing hard and saying like back back in the day, saying like, "Oh, there shouldn't be separated." They didn't say anything when Obama was in power, but mm. like uh, the black community above everyone else has been the loudest in terms of abolishing ICE, mm. and and I. I really appreciate that because it shows an understanding that maybe like other people don't have where like, no, they're oppressing people 
other than us. It's that um, it's that poem which got edited for the uh, for the Holocaust Memorial, which is the uh, it um, the original version was first they came for the communists, but the mm-hmm. Holocaust Museum it, it it says first they came for the socialists because they don't even even with that poem they don't want to fucking like it's always like. Mm. Communism is bad. <laughs> we'll yeah. call them socialists, even though there's no such thing as a. Anyway, <laughs> no, I, I was gonna go on a tangent that I've done on the show before. <laughs> but 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 I do I do I think that like that in a time where there is a lot of tokenism mm-hmm. and a lot of bullshit, I do want to give props because you know. Black people do not stand for for uh, stand. Or I mean, they'll stand up, but they they will not abide while people are in yes. cages. And I and I really appreciate that. Thank you. And yeah, and that you went to that protest. Yeah, because it's it's not for me. I feel like there's a lot more. Like there's a lot more going on. Especially, have you heard about the? Um, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get this right. Uh, let me see, Hong Kong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that one? Wait, sorry. No, there was a protest in LA about the Hong Kong. Oh no, no, no. just like just the like the news of like um, yeah. Hong Kong also having. Uh... I'm not gonna comment on that because that shit is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, like that. I will. I will touch a lot of things. That one is one yeah. that I will not comment on because I don't even fucking get it. There's. It's like the uh, like. It's like I won't give medical advice. Yeah. <laughs> regarding like, COVID, a lot, but I'm saying like how it's like there's like a lot of. Stuff that not right going on. Yeah. Um, the, 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 okay. The reason I put a pause on that one is mm-hmm. because uh, some of the sources that are very anti imperialism are very mm-hmm. much like just because there's a, a good protest movement doesn't mean it's not being infiltrated. And, uh, I see. Yeah. And, and so I don't know enough. Like, I just, don't know dick you know like, oh, okay <laughs> so so like but so i've heard people on both sides like i've heard people say that uh the protests are good i've also heard them say that they've been infiltrated and all of that yeah. i like the idea what i what i will say is that i like the idea of uh pulse protests which is that like yeah. protests just keep going mm-hmm. you know every weekend so but yeah <laughs> sorry no <laughs> I cut you. I just like put a fucking debtor like, on your China. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like skirt on the China <laughs> protest. <laughs> I have responsibilities. <laughs> no, this just um, just like what I was talking about was well, oh, the abolish ice protest one, and I think that one was the one where I was just um, just really concerned because it was for that one. There was like a lot of kids and elders in there and it was like apparently there's a police blocking like they were blocking there was a lot of police people just blocking the whole area mm. so it was just like like i hope nothing bad happens because like, like this kid's here did you see the vigil with the uh, the elijah what was i'm sorry i'm sorry elijah mclean mclean yes um what did you see the video of of like the cops going to disrupt that vigil 
Yeah, so uh, violin. I think they were playing violin, and then like just yeah. the cough just came in and just. The video is crazy because there's. <laughs> I don't know if it's a white woman, but she's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> like I didn't want to laugh. <laughs> I was like, let me not. Just like that feeble. What was really effective was when all those people like were like, no, we're gonna stand in front, in between you and the. Uh, the fucking violinist, but it yeah. was just like that video. But like, no, no, no. It's like the de- it was almost Karen level denial. <laughs> like, yeah. Cops don't do this. No, don't do this. This is not the right way. This isn't how cops behave. Wait, no I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm not making fun of that woman because she did take the video. I know. But- <laughs> <laughs> we're both trying to claim ourselves here, like we're not. <laughs> Oh my God! We don't Not hate bad. anybody. We just resent everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, any any other thoughts? Any other thoughts? I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like pull teeth here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, just uh, I just I feel like um, there was like a brief time where I don't know what year, was it like twenty. I think. Tw- now I feel like I'm more, I, right now like 2020 now I feel like more I'm feeling as I'm well how do I put this together like I'm being more of myself uh-huh in my in my works now than before lap two years ago which is like 2017 through 2018 what do you think that uh, what do you attribute that change to to um more of having a more like eye opening of what I do. I think to like last like two years ago, I think I wasn't really, I didn't really see my work as like work. Mm. You know what I mean? I saw more of just like, oh, like. Well, I mean, I but you do have a body at this point. Yes. It's hard like to have... accept that when you first get a body of work, but you do have a body of work. You have two bodies of work. You have your drawing. <laughs> no, you do. I mean, legit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I do body. <laughs> I'm like, do I do body? <laughs> you have, uh, I mean, even though, okay, despite the intention of what you were doing when you were doing the illustration stuff, mm-hmm. I would say you did it, and it's the same person that's doing the photography, and there is some um, example of that hand, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say that. Yeah, you do. You have. You've. You may not get this from your professors, <laughs> but ba- but if you have two different like threads of work that you can post on your website, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> say, I still like. Um, I still paint and draw, so I just don't. I just don't post. <laughs> uh, well, maybe someday you'll you'll fall more in love with that. Yeah, I'm like I was thinking of doing. Um, like having like a separate page, but I'm just a lazy person, so I'm like, I'm just gonna. No, don't, no, it's the same, dude. There's there 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 was a time where people would be like, no, you can't you can't draw. You need to be a photographer, right? Like, yeah. But, but even in our conversation, I could tell that at the, it's almost like you were being encouraged, if not by um, by professors, but like by the academic system as it stands now. Whereas like. Before I had to be like, oh, I'm a I'm I'm a photographer, and to sort of 
pull away from that and get back into drawing was kind of a challenge. And I relate to both of your practices because those are mine. I mean, that's what I studied in school. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, cause like, sorry. No, <laughs> you get to talk. <laughs> cause like, um, cause I, I do love like the, uh, art field and I want to progress more than just, you know, just, um, drawing and painting, like for hopefully in the future I can, um, I want to get more into, uh, like script writing. Oh, screenwriting, script writing. Oh gosh. <laughs> I understood. I'm not in the industry. But this is these are artists. These motherfuckers don't know. <laughs> They're like, yes. <laughs> my my audience of like 20 people. <laughs> and, um, I want to like progress more into that, or just more into what I. So is want. there? There's a there's a, a impulse for narrative form. Sorry. Is there an impulse for narrative forms? Like you want to tell stories more than. Um, I mean, because photography, like, we can get into an argument about it, but photography is typically mm-hmm. one image, and it doesn't have a beginning, middle, and an end. It's just a moment, mm-hmm. whereas now it, it it sounds like you're saying you're interested in more of a storytelling tradition. Uh, yeah, because I, well, like, how do I go back? I guess back when I was, like, a teenager, I used to do a lot of screenwriting, but then, because my cousin, he's a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. So I was influenced by him. I was like, oh, I'll be a screenwriter too. And I used to do that a lot, but and just, I just stopped myself because like, <laughs> just because of one negative thing. And I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> oh yeah. You're an yeah. artist. Dude, you should call yourself an artist. If there's anything that I can confirm to you, I'm like uh, knighting you. <laughs> <laughs> you got all the self-doubt. Everybody that listened to this episode who's like well into their career is like, oh man, this is going to be a bad bitch. And I don't use the word bitch lightly. <laughs> like, I think I maybe said the word three times on the show. <laughs> no, seriously, dude, you are, first of all, you're charming. Secondly, I can't wait until you talk over me next ep- next time I interview. <laughs> you're just like, shut up, Javier. I'm just going to go. <laughs> it's a new cruise today. <laughs> <laughs> what's R- Rakuzo's thesis uh yeah but um but yeah man it's been a it's really been a pleasure I definitely will have you back and you. you will be more comfortable talking to my whack ass yeah, no, no. <laughs> no 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 that's a position I take this is like this is like my my uh my Seat of my power is being dumb or playing dumb. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it helps me with a lot of fucking white splainers. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know if you are listening. All I, I think what I mostly heard is just white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said it helps me with a lot of white splainers. Oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I'm sorry if I ended up talking over you. Um, oh, no, no, you're good. I uh, appreciate what you do and your work is amazing, Javier. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't even, uh, I just assume no one's ever like, you are young enough that you actually did your research before you did the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a dude, I had a dude like get angry at me because I said his name wrong. I was like, Oh, and then he didn't 
prepare a topic and I was like oh no oh. <laughs> <laughs> like yikes no, but I really do love your your podcast like oh, I'm just like this you. is amazing I love how you allow artists to speak what's on their mind like I just I don't feel like I did that today it. but <laughs> <laughs> you know but we will go for another round yeah, I was, I was too. <laughs> I was too down in the dumps. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on me. Um, but yeah, uh, I definitely, dude. If you do want to, uh, or if you do go to another um, protest, I would very much be interested in partaking in that and meeting you in person. Uh, I this have literally awesome. only seen one fucking human being that wasn't under protest, and that motherfucker got COVID. <laughs> Oh, yikes. oh no <laughs> and i didn't get it but then i was like god damn it <laughs> i literally hung out with one fucking human being since this all started <laughs> but yeah and then maybe if you can convince uh what's his name christian kaler to fucking <laughs> wow you said what's his name <laughs> He's gonna like that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's I I've had a very good laugh. You have raised my spirits. I literally told you I was depressed before we started. (laughs) So I I apologize to you if I wasn't on my A game. I'll just freak it out. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like legit freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right. Uh, I will talk to you soon. I, you are definitely coming back on the show because you have you. I, I just trampled you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so okay, what we, can I promote stuff for you? Yes. Oh, my bad. My phone. That's all right, <laughs> bro. This ain't professional. <laughs> it, I'm trying. I'm trying to be. <laughs> no, I'm not professional. I'm a fucking. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you are feed artist. Yes. Is it with an? Uh, is it artists or artist? I think it's art. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really know. I said I feel like I say feed artist, but that's not really. That's just the French. I'm just not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I just I'm bad with like letters and numbers. But. Uh, <laughs> even though there's no numbers in your name, so uh, uh, so like um, well. Saying your name is not going to help people find you. Yeah, just look for <laughs> Razuko. Most thing I ever heard. <laughs> All right. Um, any uh, your website is also Feed Artists. Yes. So right. yeah, actually, you know what? I I thought I was adding the artiste, but I think it is artiste. Anyway. I hope so. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, people just find it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will. If you can't find it, I will post some of your work on my Instagram, and they can find you there. Okay, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and anything oh, else you that? you would like to promote? Oh, sorry. What was that? Anything else you'd like to promote? Um, just keep on. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. We're going to end there. <laughs> be gone. I have really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much. And bro, you're a fucking artist because I say so. Thank you. A white passing <laughs> Latino. <laughs> Thank you. Right. No, uh, you really are. And all of the things that you said today are things that people go through. 
and you're going to struggle a little bit after you finish school and then you're going to get it back. <laughs> if you're like me, if not, maybe you'll just come out and everybody be like, yo, this is the shit. <laughs> this is it. This is it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay, it's like, thank you. Oh, no, dude, you fucking have cracked me up. <laughs> you cracked me up. <laughs> All right. Much have a love. Good day, okay. You too. <laughs> and seriously, Instagram me if there's a protest coming up. All right. Okay. I will I'll ride you know. my I'll ride my fucking bike out there. That's a long one. <laughs> I'm thinking that like I can take the gold line some of the way. Okay. I think you can get to Monrovia. Anyway. We're just talking geography. All right. Yep. <laughs> no, there. you hang up. Okay, I'll hang up. No, you but hang up. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> See you. See you.